bringing you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, you've met a lot of singer-songwriters on the show. You've also met singers who don't write songs. But right now, you're going to meet a straight-up songwriter who makes a living writing songs for other people, which is harder and harder to do these days. But when Christina, Brandy, Meredith Brooks, Miley, Brittany, Celine, Cher, and Reba record your songs, you know you're doing something right. Shelly Pikin is responsible for the songs What a Girl Wants, Almost Doesn't Count, and the Grammy-nominated song Bitch, which any woman will claim is her anthem. Now, Shelly's here to get real about the business of songwriting, what it's like in today's environment, juggling motherhood and career, and dealing with the inevitable divas and backstabbers, but also the music that keeps us all coming back for more. And you can get her memoir, Confessions of a Serial Songwriter, very soon. And you can read her current series on songwriting in the Huffington Post. An author and blogger and serial songwriter, Shelly Pikin is here. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Shelly. I am so entertained. That was fabulous. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. Oh. It's really great to have you on the show today, and Thank we've you. got so many questions for you. This should I'm be a ready. fun I interview. I've got my cup of coffee. I'm all set. Okay. Oh, so do we. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's go back to the very beginning. What actually made you want to be a songwriter in the first place? You know, I never, like, made that decision when I was really young. I was just always doing it. I didn't grow up and say, hmm, this is something I can do. I was just, I'd hear melodies when I was young. When words would occur to me that would okay. go with them. So now, did you play an instrument? I played a little piano. Okay. I played a little guitar. I played a little bit, okay. but never proficient, and okay. I don't really think that matters. Okay. You know, the classical stuff didn't stick. I just wanted okay. to know those pop chord changes. Now, did you walk around with, like, a little notebook full of poems through school always. and things? Yeah. Okay. Different okay. colors, different mm. spirals, always. And they come to you together with the melody? They do for me. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but that's not how I always write. Like, today I'm going into a session with Rachel Crow and Justin Gray, and we're just going to go from scratch, and Justin will probably play a little something, and words might occur to me like they have for years and okay. years. But the real personal stuff very often comes with a melody and a lyric together. If I'm taking a walk and something falls from the sky, or I'm sitting at the piano, they very often come hand in hand. Okay, so at what point did you call yourself a songwriter? Uh, you know, that's funny because I didn't call myself a songwriter until I got my first song published. Okay. And I was officially making a living and getting a check. But I tell aspiring songwriters now, if you're doing it, it's not about if you're getting paid. You have to call yourself a songwriter if you're getting up and writing it. It's not about okay. getting paid for something. I mean, that's gravy. If you're doing something, that's what you are, and you have to consider yourself that that's what you are in your head. You've got to okay. envision it. Mm-hmm. So you live it. You <laughs> do, as you would anything. Uh-huh. Right. She's a noted L.A. songwriter. Shelley Pikin is responsible for hits for artists such as Christina Aguilera and Brandy. And she's here telling you all about songwriting on the Mulberry Lane Show. Talk about your very first co-write and what that was like. Oh, jeez. My first co-write was probably in my New York City apartment when I took a songwriting sort of support group class at the Actors Institute. 
probably around the 80s, and it was awkward, and I wasn't paired right. I didn't know what I was doing, and neither did they, but you know what? You learn from the things that work as well as the things that don't, especially Uh co-writers. What are some of the most important things you've learned from co-writers? I learn different things from everybody I write with, and I learn more useful things from the people I'm going to get back together with. I'm a rhymer. Okay. I love to rhyme. I don't feel satisfied unless I rhyme. Okay. Lately, I've been writing with some people that, especially one guy, who just doesn't rhyme, but his phrasing is so unusual and tasty and the truths he tells are more important than the rhyme so it's almost like the rhyme doesn't matter as much that's cool i love that i've been doing this for decades and i'm still walking away from every session i do Mm -hmm. and learning something even if that songwriter that i'm working with doesn't even have a cut yet okay now what about as songwriters being in tune to you know emotions and how you're feeling How do you deal and how would you suggest people deal with their insecurities? When they walk in a room with co-writers, you know, maybe they don't have a track record of success and they're trying to make it as a songwriter and there's always that voice in your head that says, is this going to be good enough? Are they going to like me? That kind of stuff. Well, here's the thing. Again, I've been doing this for decades. I still hear that voice. I still walk into a room and think to myself... Am I going to be on my game today? I mean, sometimes I'm not. Uh I think the best thing you could do if you're feeling insecure is use it. Uh Because I think people, when they're listening to songs, they're okay when people are confessional about their shortcomings. And they have compassion about that. Rather than if you go in boasting of how great you are and you're coming from a very unhumble point of view. Uh, You just got to use everything that you have, I Uh think. As long as it's honest and truthful, it's going to resonate. And along the way, have you ever found yourself that you're too much in your head and you kind of have to get back to the creativity if you're trying too hard? Like thinking too much about it? Yeah, like if you're going into a co-write and you think, oh, I got to come up with something good. And then you maybe learn to trust the process and say, okay, just kind of let it flow. Yes. In fact, for years, I had um, so many ideas that occurred to me that I didn't get a chance to write. I would write them down Uh in a file in my computer or that synced to my phone. If I'm out, if I'm shopping, I I write down a little something. Oh, I like this title. I like the way this flows. And I'd bring that to a session, and I'd have it in front of me almost the whole session trying to draw something from it. Now I feel like it's a crutch. Look at it before the session. See if anything feels right to me. I think about the artist that I'm writing with that day, or if we're writing for somebody. I check out the list, and then I put it away. Because wonderful, happy accidents happen (laughs) when you just sort of like look up at the sky and open your arms and, and not demand that they fall on you, but just believe that they will and you're patient. And it's not all on you. It's not all your responsibility. You're there with other people because the dynamic between the conversation in the room, and hopefully there will be some, might bring upon a word or a phrase that makes for a better song than anything you could have had written down before mm-hmm. that day. Yeah, and you just be open to it. Yeah, and, and listen. With it. Uh-huh. Now, how important is it for an aspiring songwriter to have their own studio? 
I don't think it's that important. If you're a producer-songwriter, you have to have your own setup because you're going to have to show what you can do unless you could rent one out. I mean, you've got to have accessibility. Right. Uh-huh. But I've always gotten by without producing. I actually have produced in title a lot of stuff for Disney. I'll go in as part of the process and I'll be there for the vocals, but I'm not hands-on with tracks. Okay. So I go where the producer is. Okay. Uh, hopefully the producer is also a songwriter because I think that there are a lot of producers out there that are really, really talented at taking a song and putting it in the best clothes it could mm-hmm. be right. in. Yeah. But I like to work with people who also have song concepts and mm-hmm. can put something down in a demo. So I travel to them. Okay. okay. I take all my ideas and I go. Okay. She has ideas and she will travel. She's Shelley Pikin, songwriter of hits such as What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera. And she'll be right back to talk more about the songwriting process and the business of songwriting right after this. Keep it right here. It's the Mulberry Lane Show. I want to thank you for giving me time to breathe like a rocky way to so patiently while I got it together 